T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, we tackle the world's largest dilemmas. Like, would you go into a porta potty to fish out your wedding ring? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you. It's Wednesday. We are across the country on CBS Sports Radio, our incredible affiliates. We are also streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where you can watch the show. And uh, you're going to want to watch today because Andrew Perloff is paying off one of his debts today. Yeah, so can you explain a little backstory? Because I don't even remember making this bet. <laughs> well, you should remember making this bet. It was a hashtag Team Perloff, everyone who was with you, who thought the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl. And I hate to remind you, diehard Philly fan, what happened? Yeah, the field was slippery. and The Eagles were cheated <laughs> yeah, right. out of a championship. Yes, That's exactly. exactly what I recall. Yeah, that was the headline the next day. Eagles cheated <laughs> out of Super Bowl title. Um, well, hashtag... Team Chiefs won the Super yeah. Bowl, and this is also tied to a charitable uh, component, which one of our listeners, Nick in Texas, alerted us to uh, about uh, pies in the face for Emma. So you are taking a pie to the face today, my friend. How do you feel? I feel good. Uh, you I feel actually, hungry. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually bought the pie, and it's my favorite kind of pie. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's Way my favorite kind. Yeah. Uh, what kind of pie is it? It's pumpkin pie. A little off-season pumpkin pie yeah, purchase. Yeah, first of all, there's always it's always good to eat pumpkin pie, but usually only get in the fall. Yeah, I bought a frozen pumpkin pie, which I smartly dethawed all day because <laughs> I, I don't want to break uh, uh, an orbital bone. <laughs> that would be so bad. You'd have to wear a mask for the rest of the. But show. the best part is I have a giant load of whipped cream, so there I think go. I'm good. Uh, you had asked me before what kind of pie is important. You don't want a crust pie. You don't want an apple pie with a crust on top. Yeah, this is that's I mean, a smart man. Yeah, you could get the splintering of the crust into your eyes. It's a very dangerous <laughs> situation. I'll just yeah. let, I'll let you in on a little secret. When Proloff was texting me this morning, all right, today's the day. I'm going to pay off the bet today. I'm at the store. I'm buying the pie. And I said, do you really need a pie? Why don't you just fill a tin with whipped cream? And he wrote back, don't worry, I'm a pro at this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. I'll back away. Google Do your Perloff thing. and pie to the face. <laughs> I've worn many pie to the face. More well, than I'd like to. Lost many a bet. <laughs> lost many a bet. The most brutal one, this obviously was a big Dan Patrick show thing. The most brutal thing was one of my cohorts, Seton O'Connor, had to take five pies and he never knew when they were going to come. So you had a, <laughs> it was a month. It was a month of random pies. That's terrifying. That's so, so good. What if you were walking to the water cooler and all of a sudden Bill from accounting comes by <laughs> and, and hits you with a pie? Oh, watch your back, everybody. That could be our new bet. That could be our next bet. Yeah, or, yeah the unexpected bet payoff is the worst kind of bet payoff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so today, though, expected and happening, 
and we're going to do it around the five o'clock Eastern hour. So you're going to want to watch, want to be watching youtube.com slash CBS sports radio. Perloff takes a pie to the face for charity. Okay. So we've got that. We've got more on the table today, including really cryptic. I felt kind of a uh, message because this time of year, Whenever a general manager for an NFL team or president or team owner or anyone starts to coach, starts talking, we have to pay extra attention because it's the offseason now. So teams are trying to shape their rosters for the next year. So here was Dave Ziegler, who is the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders. He was on the Bustin' with the Boys podcast talking about their future at quarterback. We're in charge of filling the most important position on the team. And so, yeah, there's some, you know, there's some pressure that comes along with that. And however we fill it, it doesn't mean we're going to have an immediate answer, you know, this year. You know what I mean? And so, but at the end of the day, we have to have an answer. Right. You know, in some form or fashion. Right. Translate that for me, Maggie. Well, okay. Did we think that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a possibility to get traded to... Las Vegas. Yeah, definitely. Right. He would constitute an answer for me, right? He would constitute an immediate answer where Dave Ziegler just said, we might not have an immediate answer. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers or if I'm the Green Bay Packers or whatever, how am I supposed to interpret that if I think maybe I could have one of the best quarterbacks in the league coming to my team? Well, he said maybe. It could be a couple things. It could be really they're not going to sign Aaron Rodgers. could be negotiating with the Packers. Saying, listen, keep we're it close not, to the vest, right? Yeah, we're, we're not, not just going to give away the house. Sure. We're not desperate. Uh, or it could be they just don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and he's sort of setting the expectation, right? For Raiders fans, Raiders fans are all in on Rodgers. They assume <laughs> they assume Aaron Rodgers is going to be in a Raiders uniform, yeah. just like our friends with the Jets assume they're yeah. getting either Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers. Well, Devontae Adams stoked the fire yeah. there when he was yeah. like, Rodgers is going to live in my neighborhood and all that. So maybe this was public relations saying, hey, this might not happen. I, I didn't read it as we're not in on Rodgers because that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they not be in on Rodgers? Maybe they feel like they don't want to give up the draft capital. I mean, the Raiders have the seventh overall pick yeah. this year. But the weird thing is, is that Dave Ziegler is the same part of the same front office that extended extensions to Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and the same person who brought over Chandler Jones and the same person who has basically been building the sort of win-now team. Yeah. So how many options do you really have at quarterback if it feels like you're all in? You know, well, but he, maybe or you could be all in, but at a certain point you say, ooh, that's that didn't work, and then go <laughs> the opposite way and say the all-in failed. Right. Does that, But I think your point, do GMs usually get a chance once they go all in to then To backtrack rebuild, and be like, actually, rebuild. sorry, I was wrong. We're not all in. We're going to rebuild and start over the rookie quarterback. Like the, the current Brooklyn Nets. They went yeah, all right. in. They failed. <laughs> yeah. Now they're going to build around McCall Bridges and draft picks. So I, I personally think the best thing for the Raiders to do might be to rebuild. You know, I don't know. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers turns them into a Super Bowl team. It's tough in the AFC. So maybe that's what he's doing here. Dave Ziegler hasn't been there long. I think yeah. he's plenty of plenty of rope to work with here. So I I don't know. I this might be an all time backtrack uh, from Dave Ziegler. Yeah. How so? All in last year, not in. But this Chandler year. Jones was is done. But you so, paid him like he was going to be a part of. You know, you paid him like he was right. had a lot more. In the but day. they they they. I don't think they really. If they don't get Rodgers, forget it. There's yeah. no way they're winning it. They won seven games last year. So obviously the all in failed. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what to do. Devontae Adams is 30. So I, I think you could make it. They a, paid him. Yeah, traded but they could trade paid. him. They could trade him again, maybe. <laughs> it's so I, funny. I, I think you could make a compelling case that 
there's no reason to try and if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, forget it. You're not going to the playoffs. I think they could probably convince themselves that a Jimmy Garoppolo can get them to the playoffs. Now the problem yeah. is, is Jimmy get what's he going to look like by the end of the season? And now you have Jared Stidham as the backup, right? So he's proven that maybe he's a capable backup, but you know, maybe they're going to fool themselves into thinking Garoppolo is the answer. How many real quality, quality, high quality players do they have? Besides Devontae Adams yeah. and Max Crosby. Is there anyone else that is there anyone there that they well, could, Waller and Renfro. I don't know that Waller and Renfro are that high quality anymore. I love both those guys. Yeah, I was gonna say you're big Waller and Renfro. I'm a guys. huge Waller and Renfro fan, but Waller, once Devontae got to town, sort of became marginalized. And he really was disappointing last year. He wasn't the elite tight end. And Renfro isn't that expensive. So that's not not as big a deal. I don't know. It just the you know what I mean about Darren Waller. It doesn't feel like Darren Waller's star is where it was. Yeah, I can understand what you're talking about there. I mean, <sighs> he's 32. Because remember, he was in the league for a while. I don't know. Stu's a Raiders fan. It doesn't I feel mean, like Josh Jacobs had an unbelievable yeah, season, but and now it looks like him. he could probably, but maybe a franchise tag. Yeah, and maybe you get one more year out of this. I don't know if Jacobs would be happy about that. I'm sure he would not be. But at least you get somebody who's a weapon in the run game and in the pass game. Like, that's where Jacobs is so good, where he is like Camara, Pete Camara, when he's dangerous both ways. Stu, what do you want at quarterback, bud? I'll take Rodgers. I will gladly take Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm glad to know you'll per- take Perloff Aaron. makes a very good point. Like, they could rebuild. I-, I think if they don't get Rodgers, they should definitely go rebuild route. I don't think a Jimmy G or Tannehill or... A quarterback like that is the yeah. answer, but if Rodgers is there for the taking, I say go for it. And what if there's no Rodgers? Do you and want I, Jimmy G? I do not want Jimmy G. So I'd it's either Rodgers or rebuild. Or rebuild. Rebuild starting with a draft pick, right? Yeah. Probably okay. draft a quarterback. Yeah, I'd say draft a quarterback. I mean, I'm looking at the ages. Adams is 30. Waller is 30. Hunter Renfro is a veteran. Yeah, I here's another question. If they do draft a quarterback and don't sign a veteran, Devontae Adams is going to force his way out of there. Wouldn't you think? Well, he's already said that he'll stay no matter what. Stu's looking at me sideways. You don't buy it. I don't buy it, no. I think if he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers or a competent quarterback, he's not going to want to be there. It almost seems like it might be a bit of a waste, too. Like, if you really are rebuilding and restarting, you might as well trade Adams and get another. Do you think Adams gets a first-round pick right now? Maybe. He's pretty darn good. Remember Think that about, catch he made off that Stidham play at the end where he, it, was it was eight amazing. yards ahead of him and he dove forward and stretched his arms? He's always like that. Well, the work he does on the sidelines is unbelievable. Like when he's, you think he's out of bounds and it looks like he got a fraction of a toe in. I mean, he, he's incredible. And there are so many teams right now that if you were to put what is their number one priority in the offseason, wide receiver would be one of them. I mean, multiple teams need help at the wide receiver position. Like Adams would have a massive market. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I want. I would want bills, Devontae Adams so bad in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. If I'm you, we'll I want him so badly in Buffalo. Yeah. Now they can't pay Diggs and Adams, but it's a pipe dream. <laughs> yeah, the, the Eagles not, have like like three significant, like two like elite level wide receivers to, to add Devontae Adams. Really? Yeah, it's like a little bit down on the list, but I mean, the New England Patriots would probably fall over themselves for Devontae Adams. You have the New York Giants would fall all over themselves for Devontae Adams. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, ladies and gentlemen, would love Devontae Adams. We could keep going with the Bears. I mean, there's everyone would want him. Yeah. I saw a headline today that the Bills will not trade Stephon Diggs because the cap number was too big. Honestly, that might be one thing, but if you could get Devontae Adams, you might trade Stephon Diggs. 
I, he's such an upgrade. I'm sorry. I love Diggs, but Devontae Adams is probably the – isn't he the best receiver right now? He's old, so you have a small <laughs> window. Old. I mean, he's 30. He's not old, old. I know you think yeah. in receiver terms that means ready for the nursing home. Yeah, I mean, he's not <laughs> Jamar Chase, but he is – he can make anybody look good. Yeah, if I'm the Eagles, I say goodbye to either of those receivers. Bring in De- Devontae Adams. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The Chargers could use another receiver, although I wouldn't trade him in the division. Um, Okay. Oh, I love it. We've already traded Devontae Adams right for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, not not to the Chargers. That's not going to happen. Um, okay, so we want to hear from you about the Raiders. Is it imperative that they solve their quarterback issue this offseason? I mean, you just heard there from Stu, diehard Raider fans. Rodgers or rebuild is what he's saying. If you don't get Aaron Rodgers, tear the whole thing down. Don't try to duct tape this thing up with Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill. Don't try to convince yourself that you know you're going to be something you're not. Uh, maybe go with Jared Stidham, who played okay at the end. And in that scenario, you're sitting at number seven. Do you, you take a quarterback? But do you, though? Because here's my issue. If you're rebuilding, do oh, you want a shot really at the Apple? Ne- do you want a shot at the Apple next year? And say you draft. Tank for Caleb Williams. Say you end up with, yeah, what if you draft a quarterback and then you win three games and you're sitting there with number one? So maybe you go really bad I, and just go Stidham. I actually, when Ziegler said that, I said, oh, maybe he's going Stidham, not drafting a guy, and secretly wants to get in on the big names for next year's draft. It's possible. Does he have enough time to do that? Um, he's kind of new there. I mean, every you know, because you watch the process all those years yeah. in Philly. Like, yeah. everyone's got to be on board. Ownership, yeah. front office, everyone has to be on board. Then you have to hope that the commissioner of the league doesn't come in and screw it all up. But <laughs> everyone yeah. has to be on the same page if you're going to try to tank in that way. Yeah, I mean, well, listen. If you, they you come can't in, tell Mark Davis be like, "Hey, we're going to be a playoff team, wink, wink," but we're actually going to win two games. But if they cut, show up at camp day one and Jared Stidham is the starter with no rookie there, that's pretty much telling you without telling. That's you. waving the white flag. Well, if you trade Adams for sure, eight five five two one two four CBS. If you're a diehard Raider fan, we know we're on in Las Vegas. We know we have a lot of Raider fans listening. You hear that from the general manager? It's basically, you know, listen, we need somebody, but we don't need the guy right now. We might not. I don't know how I'd feel about that. That's not what I'm being sold. Also, Perloff is taking a pie in the face today. Nolan is in Indianapolis, wants to talk about pies in the face. Hi, Nolan. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. What do you have on pies in the face? Well, I wanted to say it's a really cool thing. Like, anytime you guys do, like, a charitable thing. And I wanted to give props to Perloff. Like, I really respect when a guy doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, you're willing to do something silly if it's going to generate something for a good cause. So I wanted to show a sign of respect for that. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate Um, that. But I did have a question. Um in the chat, we were kind of talking about it. Um, you said you were, like, a pro at this. Yeah. And it, it, when you said you got, like, a big load of cream, yeah, 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 like, that gives some veracity to your claim. Like, you do know what you're doing. But in the chat, there's some conversation that we don't really think your favorite pie is pumpkin pie. We think yeah, we all see where you're going here. Cream pie. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's, you're funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was just 
trying to tell you guys exactly where he's going. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking in the this. chat. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I was half paying attention there. Yeah. I was just only in the chat, and I couldn't see anything. Yeah, and even when I said the thing, I've taken many pies to the face. I realized I was leading myself <laughs> straight to a dirty joke. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry about that. Yeah, for Nolan to slowly, uh, slowly pay it off while the guys on the other side of the glass were half asleep, ignoring my calls. And to I'm cut looking off. in the chat. I'm sorry, you got it. They cut it off. No, nothing went out. Except on the YouTube stream. That's nah, okay. <laughs> YouTube I, catches everything. I, I was too slow to get the joke. You, yeah, I didn't understand what you were saying. I was like, oh. Okay. I was getting a whipped cream pie to the face, and you guys did not understand <laughs> what I was saying. Yeah, uh, now that you say it, I now <laughs> oh now I hear it. Yeah. Don't you guys uh, hang out in immature chat rooms? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the one that's on our YouTube channel? Yeah. Usually the, everyone keeps it pretty clean. Did you, Actually, I knew probably four words in that. I really respect when you are doing something for charity. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> that was so that obvious. That was the setup. <laughs> that was coming at us slowly like the Titanic from 100 miles away. Still sunk us. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right. Well, that is going to happen later. Uh, jokes or no jokes, because Perloff's paying off a bet today. So we got that at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Perloff is going to take a pie to the face. And we're taking your phone calls on the Raiders, the quarterback situation, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also coming up, the latest news for one Super Bowl hopeful, to be honest, doesn't sound that great. We'll get to it in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio right after this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Funny little misstep by me right there. I we were talking in the break about what we should do next. And we're talking we really interested in this Brock Purdy surgery being delayed. Yeah. To me, this is not about Brock Purdy. Who is it about? Jimmy G. He is never <laughs> leaving the 49ers back. Get get that wrap your head around it. I know. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, so Brock Purdy, he had swelling in his elbow and he can't get surgery from the injury he sustained against the Eagles. In Which the is interesting because you and I talked to him at the Super Bowl and we yeah. asked him and he laid out the whole plan. Yes. Next week and I'm getting surgery and he gave us like basically blow you know, by blow. the exactly. whole thing. Yeah. So now it's delayed and in March they're going to revisit it. So they didn't even say we can definitely do it in March. Right. That's really bad. I think I'm very skeptical that he'll be able to play by week one. Of Everyone should be. I mean, it's an elbow injury to a quarterback that is now getting delayed. I think it was already going to be tight whether or not he'd be ready to go for the season and now just add another month onto it. Maybe, right. maybe more. Uh, there is one advantage. He's a seventh-round pick. He's on a rookie contract. You can stash him. No big deal. Sure. Trey Lance is also on a rookie deal, deal in his third year. Yep. Unproven, very young. He's younger than Purdy, actually. So we don't know what he's going to be. He's gotten hurt twice. Gotten gotten hurt twice, right? So here is the issue: you have a Super Bowl ready team, no doubt. Yes. You need a veteran quarterback in the building. (laughs) Yeah, I see where you're going. One who knows the system. Yeah. Who knows that system and that team better than Jimmy G? Jimmy G is still officially at a 49er, in, in my mind, until he's gone, Maggie. <laughs> and in our he's hearts. He's the best fit, except Listen, he might be expensive. The, the funny thing about this is you believe that, I believe that, everyone who watches football believes, why don't you just keep keep Jimmy around? <laughs> yeah. We're watching as as the Eagles are you know beating the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, and they pan over to Garoppolo in street clothes and just like, uh, probably would have been cool if he would have been ready to play. Yeah. Probably we're going to the Super Bowl, maybe. But here's the thing. The 49ers are the ones who keep telling us they want nothing to do with this guy. Before he started last year, they had him practicing on a side field. He wasn't going to any of the meetings. They basically called him persona non grata. And yet, yet, what uniform did he wear last year? (laughs) He did wear a 49ers uniform. Why do you trust the 49ers when they say they don't want Jimmy G? You have friends who try to break up with their significant others, and it hasn't worked out. They (laughs) just go back and forth, and they never end up leaving them. Jimmy G and the 49ers are in this tumultuous Toxic relationship. relationship. <laughs> I, I Here's the thing. If Jimmy G is really going to cash in, say he goes to the Raiders, who we were just talking about, yeah. for three years, $90 million. That's one thing. But if he gets cheap, then the Niners have to at least say, hey, Jimmy, we screwed up. Because otherwise, they're going to bring in who? Baker Mayfield? I don't know. Josh Johnson, maybe they just keep him. I have no idea. I think they need to upgrade. I well, think they need course. a veteran because they always get two quarterbacks at least hurt, two and a half. <laughs> I, know. I know, and we keep scratching our heads like, why do they have the worst luck in the entire NFL? But Yeah, why? I, I don't know. There's not an answer to it, but maybe it's, you know, don't block, you know, Hassan Reddick with a tight end yeah. to start the game, and maybe Brock Purdy is still throwing touchdowns. Uh, by the way, Trey Lance got hurt on a design run in uh, – I think it was. Oh no, it was it wasn't on the wet game? He played yeah. in, in a monsoon. Then three plays into the next game, got he had hurt. a designed run for no reason on first down. 
three yards in, got hurt. So you're right. They don't protect their quarterbacks. Which is a problem considering I just saw some offensive line rankings that came out from last year. And San Francisco had the sixth best offensive line in the entire league, according Mm. to this metric. And it's like, but yet they have trouble protecting their quarterbacks. It was weird. Anyway, the 49ers keep shooting themselves in the foot here because they keep saying, we don't want you, Jimmy. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, know why know. they, why not just play coy? Like Emotional? say nothing as opposed to like, I don't see it. I mean, that's what Shanahan said at the end of this season. I Maybe don't they, see a scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo's on yeah, our team. No, I know. He said like three goodbye press conferences. It's getting weird. <laughs> no, you're, you're hundred percent right. I saw Brett Favre have multiple goodbye conferences in Green Bay and he stayed there a long time. The, my point is they do need a veteran because they, Maggie, their Super Bowl window is now. Yep. Now until, I don't know, five years from now until Nick Bosa and Fred Warner get too old. So you have to come into camp with some kind of plan, and I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> I, I can't be Brock Purdy is going to be healthy by week one. That's not enough for me. No, it can't be cross our fingers, hope that Brock Purdy is healthy, and or we've got yeah. Trey Lance who's started all of four right. games. Well, maybe okay, so you start Trey Lance, but even if you have Trey Lance, what's your plan behind him? You need a plan. No doubt. I mean, that right now, they seem kind of like they're stuck. Yeah. And RPC in the chat saying Jimmy G was laughing and joking during the NFC Championship game for a reason. I mean, listen, maybe he knew it all along. Like, could Jimmy have played in that game? Could he have suited up in that game? I have no idea. There's something Love. about the 49ers just, yeah. it's like that. You're right. It's like a couple, like a love-hate relationship. Well, remember he was getting close, and there was talk that he'd be back for the playoffs. I would have loved if they had beaten the Eagles and Jimmy Garoppolo had played in the Super Bowl and won another Lombardi trophy. That would have been a great <laughs> well, story. Okay, so technically he's won two, but he yeah. didn't. it was Tom Brady who started those games. <laughs> right, but what if he had played in the Super Bowl? Wouldn't that have been just the most bizarre thing? No doubt. I really like this whole story because for Jimmy G, because of that woman who makes a Jimmy G t-shirt all the time. Yes, on Twitter. She's fantastic. I, I bought a t-shirt from her. Yeah. Yeah. Every day that Jimmy G is still a Niner, she does a special drawing of Jimmy G. And they're it's amazing. Like movie posters or just things in the news. It's great. I got a picture that she drew and I bought a t-shirt of it. And it's Jimmy G. And it was right after the Oscars when Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock across the face. And it was Jimmy G <laughs> slapping like three NFC quarterbacks. They're like, they're, no one has a real face. It's just like a faceless <laughs> kind of thing. And it's like slapping three NFC quarterbacks all across the oh, face. It's pretty dope. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's why I'm into this. You should this probably story. wear it. <laughs> but did you think Jimmy G will be able to sign a sizable contract elsewhere? There's, gotta, there's so much demand right now. Yeah, but the demand is weird, right? Because I think you're going to have teams who are picking in the top half of the draft who could be looking at the draft. I think you're going to have the diehard Rodgers and then the Derek Cars, And then I think you are going to have a sizable, and I don't know how many, three, four teams who are really trying to take for Caleb Williams. I do think that's going to be a thing this year. Like we saw with Trevor Lawrence, where between Jacksonville and the New York Jets, and it was a race to the bottom. I think instead of two teams, you might have three, maybe four, who are really trying to tank for the number wow. one pick. That's interesting. So you think that'll inform this offseason in the sense that people will do their current draft strategy and their free agency decisions based on getting into next year's draft. Well, the thing is, Jimmy will just he'll win you in too many games. Yeah. He's not going to help if you're actually trying to tank, then that's not going to work. But you also. If that thing is there, you might not take a quarterback this year because you might want to get in next year's. Right. You could do that, and then you sign a guy off the street who you think will lose games for you. Like, Baker Mayfield's not winning you a lot of games. How do you know? With Kyle Shanahan? 
No, I'm saying like Baker could sign yeah. with the Carolina Panthers. Well, no, he already did that. I'm sorry. Baker could sign with no. the uh, Washington. Yeah, sure. He Commanders. won't win much there. Right, right. But if he goes with Kyle Shanahan, ooh, that's a different story. Brock Purdy just won a bunch of games. Yeah. I, I think Kyle Shanahan, I think, is such a force as a coach and a play caller that he can win with a lot of these veteran guys. But they're going to need warm bodies. Yeah, this is this is so interesting to me. It's not just Caleb Williams, too, because you have Drake May. Then yep. you have a lot of the COVID guys who are their six, Jaden Daniels at LSU. There's so many guys. Yep. But do we do this every year, Maggie? Next year's draft. I re- I seem to recall last year we said We did that. it for this year. But that's just because last year's draft was particularly light on right, QBs. Right, one first rounder. But this year is not it's great. It's great for wide receivers. This year's not great. I, no, this year's not great to me no. either. And we're kind of talking about it like it's great, but I don't see it. No, the the best player uh, is five foot nine, Bryce Young. Yeah, and one hundred and eighty pounds. And, and I'm not drafting him if I'm a GM. Yeah, and then there's I guess CJ Stroud, and then there's the two big guys who had terrible completion percentages yeah. in college: Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Nothing ideal. Nothing like Andrew Luck. There's no Andrew Luck here. Nothing's jumping out at you. I mean, listen, Bryce Young has got all the accolades in the world for a reason. But if I'm a GM, I cannot trust that I'm going to be able to keep him. Healthy, like right. I, I can't trust. I'm going to keep a 250 pound quarterback healthy, let alone a 185 pound quarterback. A hundred percent. That's why I circle back to Jimmy G making a lot of money because there's. Some, I think it's an imperfect draft. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. No kidding. So Jimmy G, and also the fan base. I don't know. Get in the female demographic for <laughs> for Jimmy G. For Jimmy G. <laughs> I mean. If you're counting on that, you might need another strategy to sell tickets. <laughs> I don't know. 855-212-4CBS. It'd be funny if they're like, the whole team's going to wear a helmet except for Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't get to wear a helmet. I don't know if the concussion protocol allows <laughs> might that not allow particular it. move. It's all right. Just don't want anything bad to happen to his face. Uh, let's go to Bob, who's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. has got an idea for the Raiders. Hey, Bob, how are you? How you doing, guys? We're doing great. Well, you know, you hear all this quarterback talk. And who are the quarterbacks are talking about? Carr. You know, they're talking about Rodgers. There's a name that I'm surprised I didn't hear. Nobody really wanted him. What about Jameis Winston? Man, I tried last year. I was like, man, I think Jameis is going to be good for the Saints. That's going to be like mm. my sneaky pick here to, you know, sneaky storyline. And, Bob, I got burned. I mean, he couldn't unseat Andy Dalton once he got healthy. I think you were burned by the coaching staff more than Jameis I think, they're, I think they're bad, too. <laughs> I was wondering, Jameis, hey, how about the Niners with Jameis? How about the Raiders? With, oh, he's saying Raiders. With, I, yeah. I think Jameis is more interesting to me than Baker Mayfield. Isn't there more upside? Oh, definitely. He's got a better arm. I mean. Yeah, he had that gigantic 5,000-yard season with 30 picks. That was 2019, though. I mean, it was a while ago. Okay. I don't know why. I'm, I'm kind of into Jameis, too. I think that's a good call. Jameis completed 73 passes last year. Four yeah, touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, he wasn't good last year. Oh. I don't know, Bob. We're not sure how much Jameis has left, you know? But also. Thank you for the know, call. Appreciate he does you. feel like a Raider. Jameis Winston. <laughs> does he? Well, Tall, they, big quarterback. Well, Al Davis loves the guys who throw way, throw the ball a mile downfield. And sure. Jameis, Jameis has as big an arm as anyone. Where it's going, that's anybody, anybody's <laughs> guess. Sit into the front row. Stu, what would you think about Jameis Winston suiting up for the silver and black? Uh, I mean, they could do worse, I guess. I don't know. I'm not thrilled about that. That's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just have Stidham. Yeah, exactly. They probably just rather I mean, Stidham doesn't Stidham. have the arm, obviously, that Jameis does, but. Yeah, at that point, just stick with Stidham. Right. Yeah. Because you're not going anywhere with Jameis. Yeah. Uh, how about Jameis as a backup to Russell Wilson in Denver with Sean Payton? Interesting. A little, I don't think Russ would like that. 
<laughs> I Russ just is it- probably not happy today. We'll get to the sound coming up. We're going to have to do it after the break. Yeah. I, this guy, did he ever think that people didn't like him this much? <laughs> this is probably like finding out everyone's talking about you behind your back, except they're not doing it behind their back. They're doing it on podcasts. But finding out everyone like secretly like loathes you. <laughs> Has anyone ever come out saying that they like Russell Wilson? No, but it's just Ciara. like... Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's, a, that's good enough for Game, me. Game, set, match for Russ. But it's like, I don't know, it's like finding... Like, do you ever have these things in middle school or like where you find out people are talking about you behind your back? I mean, childhood scars oh. just out the yin-yang. But this is what it must be like for him. Like, seriously, another podcast? Someone's calling me out? <laughs> I mean, he puts on himself with those creepy subway commercials. I know, but he's yeah. getting paid for all that stuff. If if Okay, we'll play the sound for you next. We'll let Rich Ackerman do actual journalism, yeah. and then we'll talk about this ridiculousness. And <laughs> can we play the subway sound again, too? It's been several months, and <laughs> yeah, I just enjoy it's it true, so much. Stu, if you, you give a couple minutes, you can find that. Uh, we'll do all that. The latest person to take a big shot at Russell Wilson. We'll do that in just one moment after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbsportsradio.com slash ask the pros, or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag ask the pros. Be listening later in the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Big day today. Perloff's taking a pie to the face. Pay it off a bet. Doing it for a good cause and also because his Eagles lost the Super Bowl. So we have to talk about timing here. Yeah. Is it going to be 5 o'clock Eastern hour? Yes. I would like it to be toward the end of the show so I don't have like flies buzzing around my head (laughs) for the last several segments. I'm sorry, but we cannot accommodate that request today. Uh, We We can accommodate anything. (laughs) I'm looking at the rundown. I I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) It's clearly in the 5 o'clock hour we need to make sure the studio is nice and tidy. For uh, Zach, who comes on after us, and uh, also uh, we're trying to make sure that Rich Ackerman doesn't have pieces of pumpkin uh, pie on his seat. Well, that, I'm scared of Rich Ackerman. I do not <laughs> want to do it from the resident germaphobe. It's not. Yeah. He's not going to like this at all. Well, that's why we're not going to tell him. So everybody, shh, don't tell that. <laughs> but I do like that. There's all this plastic around. We're going to lay down the plastic like Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah, it's going to be uh, look like a crime scene. I was going to say it reminds me of American Psycho when we do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, here comes Patrick Bateman. Anyway, we got to get to <laughs> Tariq <Okay. Wollen. laughs> And What got... kind of pie in the face is it going to be? Am I going to end up? <laughs> it's a pie of razor blades. So no. you're going to put the pie in my face, right? I mean, you can pick who you want. Well, I'm there's a lot to... of capable. I mean, I told you the other day I've been working out a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think weights. of who's the least angry at me with the pie. <laughs> Nobody's angry at you. Well, I feel Ackerman like will be if you get pumpkin pie. Who's ever been? Yeah, Ackerman definitely. Stu, I 
I feel like Stu's a front runner. No, Stu loves everybody. Yeah, that's my point. Stu will gently caress oh, the pie yeah, no. in my face. <laughs> He'll lay it down like a like a newborn baby. Yeah, no, um, you like content too much. You were going to let me have it. <laughs> I am very well aware of that. Listen, the time I got a pie in the face, the person like really hauled off and got me. Who got? Who was it? Jake Marisnik, the former. And then he turned out to be an outfielder, utility outfielder for my Mets, which kind of was a little bit weird Wait, for when me. was this? Back in the SI days, they did a funny thing where he did pies in the face to everyone in the office. And he came up, and I knew it was going to happen. And he pied me in the face. It was like a Major League Baseball player, so uh, <laughs> definitely wait, got the pie in the face. Just in the office? and the, mm-hmm. Did anybody lay down any plastic? No. And I forgot we were doing it that day, so oh, I didn't bring a no. change of clothes. So I just was oh. at the dairy was just rotting on my shirt for a while. And I was like, I got to go home. <laughs> that is terrible. I know. Kate Bach, the um, supermodel from Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, who is now married to Kevin Love. She also got a pie in the face from Jake Mersnick. And everyone's like, dude, be careful. Like, her face is her life. <laughs> yes. I mean, especially if it was a hot pie, that would be really. No, no, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> a hot well, pie, jeez. <laughs> yeah. All right. First of all, this whole thing, is, it's going towards areas of jokes we don't want to do. So let's. <laughs> let's. I'm just recounting what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's nothing nefarious I, going on. I think, Perloff, I think you probably want me to give you the pie to the face because I'm so short I I, I won't be able to reach. That's true. It'd be like, well, yeah, but it'd be like shoulder. an uppercut. I was actually thinking <laughs> yeah, of the trajectory of the pie. Yeah, Mike Tyson's punch I don't want to up my nose too much. Chin. <laughs> Little yeah. Mac from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tyson Sandra, wasn't tall. if you haven't done that like as Halloween costumes, then you are missing the mark. What, Mike Tyson? You could have been Little Mac all these years. That would have been great <laughs> with the little, yeah, I, I could have gotten like a little pink, uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, the video game. Yes. Show up on a bike yeah. going down the West Side Highway. That could have been you. <laughs> that is you. You do ride a bike. That's basically me. We're just missing the uh, trunks and the and the, the, yeah, the, I need the green trunks and the and the black tank top. Yeah, and you need the, the shoes. Okay, well, we got that so squared away for you. There you go. All right. T- Tariq Woolen. Let's make fun of Russell Wilson. Let's do it. It's overdue. It's everyone's America's favorite pastime. Yeah, we all have the right to make fun of Russell Wilson. He's getting paid handsomely to take all this abuse. Hopefully he can actually take these jokes because they're coming in fast. So Tariq Woolen, who is a standout corner for the Seattle Seahawks this year, was on the Two Up, Two Down podcast, which we learned about today. And he was asked about Russell Wilson and out of nowhere just lands a haymaker. Seeing him in person, it was pretty funny because, like, on TV and stuff, you see him, like, like from college and stuff, you like, okay, he looking shape on TV. But you see him in person, it's, like, weird. He like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Wait a minute. So a rookie just called out Russell Wilson for looking like a sack of potatoes? First of all... That's just not right. That's probably the meanest thing you can say about somebody. Yeah, but it feels like you can say that about Russell Wilson now and get away with it. Like, <laughs> everybody's mean, taking shots. Why not Tariq Woolen? You know, I'm actually... Did anyone else Googling Russell Wilson shirtless? There's a lot of vacation pictures that are not super flattering for a pro athlete. Okay, but, like, what does Brady <laughs> look like without a shirt on? Yeah, he's the other guy who's <laughs> never looked great. But you know what? It's like sack of potatoes is such a... The connotation is that you're lumpy and yeah. that you're... Uh, you're you're not shaped correctly. I, I don't, don't know. think I don't think a quarterback needs to be in great tip-top shape to be awesome. I don't think it's a position that requires mm. that. Because Aaron Rodgers is not I mean he's been in and out. He's not super big or Well, muscular. I guess let's uh let's go degrees here, okay. right? They're more in shape than 99.9% right, of the right, public, right? right. Compared, right? To, compared, compared to, to their, their NFL peers. cohorts. Right, right, right. 
Yes, well, you I can't think, be a cornerback with even one percent body fat. You have to be shredded to be cornerback. Yeah, I mean linebackers, these guys, yeah, these guys safety. Are monsters, I mean, yeah. they're the defensive guys are crazy, and the offensive guys. I've been reprimanded, and I never would have the audacity to say this, but offensive linemen are not fat. We know that they're just large people, but it's all <laughs> muscle. Under yeah. There. But quarterbacks don't have Wide to. Wide receivers? Quarterbacks don't even want to be too muscular because it restricts your throwing motion. Famous Tom Brady pliability. Right. Well, and yeah, yeah. So, the, look, listen. I don't think it's because he didn't want strength. He just didn't want, like, the on his joints and stuff. I think right? you don't want big muscles in your arms because you want total, you want to be able to whip it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure they're all real, really super strong. But yes, they're not, they, their arms don't look like, uh, you know, Ray Lewis or whatever. I had an interesting discussion about Bryce Young, Alabama's quarterback. Yeah. Tiny, no muscle at all, right? That dude flings the ball. I, I love the comparison for him to Steph Curry because Steph Curry doesn't look like he's not big or anything, but he could shoot from farther out than anyone. Bryce Young can throw 50 yards downfield with no muscle. Well, so it's all how do lower you do? body. Lower body or form. It's just Both. it's like a it's like a golfer. He's just got the perfect form. And it comes out right. So that's why I don't think you need to be muscular to be a quarterback. Wait, so here's the question, though. Wait, regardless of this, is Russ, like, compiling a dossier here? Like, is he keeping all these <laughs> clips? Because he's got a lot of fodder now. You had you had Richard Sherman on Amazon's Thursday Night Football basically calling him out every week. Or felt like that. You have other teammates who have not been shy about calling out Russell Wilson, like, is he gearing up for an all-time comeback bleep you season? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a chance, not even a threat. I so, mean, he's been playing with Richard Sherman criticizing him for five years now and hasn't won anything. Well, okay, but now he's got Sean Payton on his side. That helps. You do have a good roster in Denver. Yep. If everyone's healthy. And I don't know, maybe there's like a Russ revenge tour that happens. I feel like I'm kind of rooting for it now because it's one thing when like Richard Sherman piles on, we get it. Everyone's still really sour about, you know, Malcolm Butler at the goal line and it stole a Super Bowl. It would have been two Super Bowls for the Seahawks. Instead, it's just one. I'm sure that's impossible to get over. But now you got rookies who are coming after him. Like Tariq Woolen was in high school when that the Malcolm Butler at the goal line happened. Weird. He like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> he doesn't have the agency. He hasn't been through the wars. He can't say this about Russell Wilson. Sherman's got skin in the game here. Like, he was a teammate. They did the whole retreat in Hawaii, and they tried to salvage everything, and it's they came the down from the mountain. He used it. Just, it makes it so much worse. It's one thing to insult a guy's body type, or whatever, but sack of potatoes is as low as you can go. Dude, he every, like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> everybody on the Broncos mm. should be taking this personally, right? No. You got to back up your guy. You can't be letting rookies who are, you know, coming out of the woodwork feeling they can say anything without consequences, right? I mean, wasn't there reports last year that the Broncos locker room is already divided and people already hate Russell Wilson? Oh, yeah. They're ignoring him in the huddle. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the Broncos you know are coming to his defense right now. How about this? Maybe everyone else in the Broncos might need to just get over it. If you're that upset that the guy got paid, well, every quarterback gets paid. Number two, you're upset because what? He's got an office. Come on. Get and, over and yourself. Two parking spots. Who cares? Yeah, th this is why they can't bring in Jameis Winston. We, we mentioned his name earlier. He's liked by everybody. So, like, you bring in Jameis, <laughs> the entire locker room is just going to be like, get Russ out of here. Man. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Richard. how long has Richard Sherman been coming after Russ? Probably, Since Malcolm Butler at the goal yeah, line. Seven or eight years hard. Yeah. I feel like this is, you know, a, a Seahawks cornerback. Obviously, who told him to say this? 
Right, this but is Richard Sherman propaganda. Okay, but you're a rookie in this game. Like, you can't be <laughs> yeah. executing the marching orders from Richard Sherman. Who uh, even hosts this podcast, by the way? Who, he's two definitely. Up, two down? Who, who is this podcast? DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? No. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Do we know who the hosts are of Two Up, Two Down? Well, two we're efforting that. Yeah, I, I feel like Russell Wilson's totally oblivious to this stuff. I mean, he might hear it, but he never changes his behavior. He seems like he's always Russ. I mean, he's above it. Good for him. Be careful, though. Oh, man. He's got much. <laughs> oh, no. Also, the other thing, too, is Not he's got <laughs> much more serious things going on. Like, he's got to play better, right? <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I think everyone's hoping that he plays better. Yeah. Sean Payton wouldn't take the job if he didn't think he still had a little in the tank. Yeah, no, I, I think he does. I think he's going to be fine. But he's so probably panicked about how bad he was last year. I don't think. I don't. But you keep telling me how great he played at the end of the season, and we were all well, overreacting. He had different games where he was on fire. Yeah, he's got potential, but he only ended up with 16 touchdowns. That's I know, and like that's I, bad. I think half of them came like in the last few games. Yeah, it, it, they when absolutely they were clearly did. out of it. Yeah, they absolutely did. But he was hurt all year. He hurt his hamstring, and then he he had a concussion at the end of the season. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like he's a totally in this Russell cloud. You've been around him, right? He just no. does not. He does not engage with mortals. He's totally above all this. Is that right? Oh yeah, he's wait wait, but mortals that's that's regular people. This is teammates. He does not engage with them. That is certain, right? <laughs> that's why they can't. Say. You think he's talking to, even though he's not on his team, he's talking to young cornerbacks. Well, I think he fancies himself a really good leader, so I think he thinks he's connecting with people, and mm. everyone else is looking at him and being like, "Uh, no, this isn't yeah. working for me." Right, but he. But I think in his mind, he thinks he's connecting with everyone. But I don't think he's able to hear this criticism. You know, people like that who can't understand criticism. <laughs> oh, just won't accept it. I don't know. I just think he doesn't understand all this. Hmm. He's, well, listen. Technically, Pete Carroll called the plays, right? So it's not his fault that Malcolm Butler intercepted. Well, I mean, it is. Like, you know, is it? Does well, he right, not right. think it's his fault that they lost that Super Bowl? But it's not just about the Super Bowl. It was the tuxedos and the back of his car. Yeah, the emergency tuxedo in the back of the trunk. Such a great detail. Yeah, no, I think Sherman hated Russ for a million reasons, not just that interception. Probably everything he stands for. (laughs) What does he stand for? You know, he's sort of a self-help guru slash quarterback. Oh, okay. So a little preachy, you mean? He thinks he's a phony. Oh, yeah, thinks he's a phony. Don't you think? Spicy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, who knows? I, I, I have never been around Russell Wilson. So I can't you say. You interviewed him on Radio Row or anything? I've Didn't... interviewed him before, but it was only on, uh, like, remote talkback. Oh, back. okay. Yeah. Yeah, very nice guy, but I don't I mean, know how I'd be authentic. He should be gearing up for the all-time revenge tour. Some rookie just called you a sack of potatoes, dude. Perloff takes a pie in the face later. Tune in. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.